welcome to this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Let's begin with our first question, which is a very interesting one that comes from Benya. I recorded it at Norland Place School in West London when I visited to talk about Everything Under the Sun and show them all my new book. Over to Benya and his class. Hi, my name is Benya and I am seven years old. And we are at Northern Play School. My question is, how many emotions are there? That's such an excellent question, Benya. Thank you for asking it, and thank you to everyone at Norland Place School. I love meeting you all and sharing everything under the sun with you. Thank you for being so fun and showing me your classroom and asking all of your questions. To answer Benya's question for you, I have Julia Samuel. Julia helps people and families with their feelings about life, and she knows all about emotions of all different kinds. She has written lots of books and talked to thousands of people about their lives and she makes podcasts too, all about emotions. So I thought she would be the perfect person to answer Benya's question. Over to Julia. Hi Benya, that's such a good question. Thank you for asking it. Well, there are lots of emotions, but there are probably seven kind of universal emotions that we recognise. And they're wired in us often to protect us when we're um, frightened or under threat, but also to let us know that we're safe. So the kind of seven key emotions are anger, you know, when you feel cross, contempt, That's when you kind of look down on someone and you feel kind of like they're just not good enough. Disgust. That's almost like a taste in your mouth um, that you feel kind of revolted by, that emotion. Enjoyment. That There's a big range of enjoyment when you feel happy, when you're having fun, when you are playing. That's a, a kind of very positive one. Fear. That's often the anticipation of danger where you kind of feel scared in your body. Sadness, you'll know, like all of these emotions you'll probably recognise, is when you feel kind of tears coming down your face, but you can feel sad without tears um, when you're upset. And surprise has a big range, but it can be surprise, like a nice surprise, like woo, or a kind of horrible surprise, like ugh. And all of those are the key emotions. I hope that is helpful to you, Benya, and all of you at the Norland Place School. Love, Julia. Thanks so much, Julia, for your wonderful answer explaining all of the emotions that we humans feel. It's interesting being a human, isn't it? Every day is a little bit different and our feelings change all the time. But just remember... All of your feelings are good and we can work through them all together. I hope that answers your question, Benya and Norland Place School. And thank you for asking me to visit you at your wonderful school. Now it's time for our next question, which comes from Toby. Over to Toby. My name's Toby and I'm six years old. I like football and my question is, do snails 
go upside down. Thank you. Hi, Toby. Thank you for your excellent question. Well, there are three kinds of snails. Snails that live in fresh water, such as lakes and ponds, called freshwater snails, sea snails that live in the sea, and land snails. I think you're asking me about land snails. And the answer is yes, snails can go upside down. The bottom of a snail is called its foot. The foot of a snail is very clever. It's full of muscles that can move the snail around and it can make slime. There's a special gland in the foot that makes slime and this slime is sticky. Snails can go up stalks, sticks and walls without getting hurt because they're protected by this slime. And they can even go upside down thanks to the sticky slime in their foot which creates suction. So they can check out the world upside down if they feel like it. They can even sleep upside down as the mucus can hold them in place while they snooze. Snails can sleep half upside down or sideways too if they fancy it. And of course, it's quite great to be a snail because your home is on your back for protection. So if you're a snail, your bed can be wherever you want it to be, even upside down. However, if you find one upside down in its shell, in the garden or in the park or something, it's probably had an accident or it might have touched something it didn't like fallen onto its shell. If snails touch something they don't like, it can cause them to recoil and retract into their shells on instinct, and then they fall off whatever they're stuck to back onto their shells. If I see a snail stuck like this in the garden on its shell, I usually flip it the right way up and hope it goes on its merry snail way. I hope that answers your question, Toby, and thank you for asking me that great question. Good luck spotting snails upside down or the right way up. And now it's time for our third and final question, which is about camels and their humps. It comes from Jess. Over to Jess. Hi. I'm Jess. I live in England. I'm seven and I would like to ask this question. Why do camels have lumps on their back? Hello Jess, thank you for sending me such a great question. The lumps on camels' backs are known as humps. Camels have either one or two humps, depending on the species. There are two types of camel, the Bactrian camel and the dromedary camel. Dromedaries have only one hump. They come from the Arabian Peninsula. Bactrian camels have two humps. There are only about a thousand of them left in the wild and they're native to Mongolia and China. Camels can travel across really dry environments and lots of people think that camels store water in their humps so that they always have something to drink when walking through the desert. However, camel humps do not contain water. Instead, they're full of fatty tissue, which the camel's body uses as food and to rehydrate the camel's body when there isn't anything around to eat. If a camel's body is using up the fat in its hump for food and water when there isn't anything around to eat or drink, then the hump will go all floppy. But as soon as the camel rehydrates and refuels, the hump will sit upright again. It straightens up into a full hump. But then, if it gets hungry or thirsty again, the camel will use up the fat in its hump and it will go back to floppy. I once rode a motorbike through Kazakhstan and I saw lots of camels with floppy humps. 
which was quite an amazing thing to see, a camel running along with its hump flapping everywhere. They must have been very hungry, thirsty camels because their humps had gone floppy. Camel humps also help control the animal's body temperature. In the desert, it can be boiling in the day, but very cold at night. So by keeping the fat in their hump rather than all over their body, like other animals do, camels can keep cool in the day because they're not covered in fat. It's only in their hump. Even though camels don't store water in their humps, they can go for a week without drinking any water. It's because their blood cells are shaped in an oval shape. So when camels do drink water, they can drink masses and masses of it and their oval shaped blood cells are very elastic and change shape easily with extra water. Plus, when there isn't much water around, their blood flows easily thanks to the oval shape of the blood cells. Very clever. Without its humps, a camel would overheat and sweat more easily and run out of energy if there was no food to eat, but it's their blood cells that help the camel retain lots of water rather than their humps. Although people think of camels living in hot places, Bactrian camels can live in the cold. They can survive in freezing temperatures, even minus 40 in the Gobi Desert. In this case, the camel uses its fat reserves in its hump against the cold. Both camels and dromedaries have brown coats, but camels have long hair to protect them from the cold, and dromedaries have shorter hair to keep cool. All camels have a third clear eyelid that closes to protect their eyes from blowing sand. Two rows of long lashes also protect their eyes. Sand up the nose is no problem for a camel because they can shut their nostrils during a sandstorm. They're very sociable, live in herds and like to say hello to each other by blowing in each other's faces. I hope that answers your question, Jess, and thank you for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Julia Samuel for talking to us about emotions and how many there are, as well as to our three wonderful children, Jess, Toby and Benya for this week's questions. And a thank you to Norland Play School. Remember to get yourself a copy of the book of the podcast, Everything Under the Sun, a curious question for every day of the year. You'll find it in all good bookshops and it's filled with all of your questions and lots of beautiful drawings. I'm busy writing the new Everything Under the Sun book all about the world. So if you have got a chance to send me your question that you might like to be in the new book, then give it a go. I'm really looking for ones about world food, places around the world, festivals like Holi, Diwali, Chinese New Year, La Tomantina, which is a tomato festival in Spain, and well, pretty much any kind of question you have about life on earth we haven't covered already. If you would like to send in a question for the book or the podcast, just borrow a grown-up's phone, open a voice recording app, say your name, your age, your country, and ask me your question. And send it to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Get sending! Have a wonderful week filled with all kinds of emotions. Hopefully lots of happy ones, mainly. And watch out for snails hanging around upside down. And well, if you're lucky enough to see a camel with a floppy hump, let me know. Sending lots of sunshine. Thank you and goodbye! A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. I'll be back next week answering more questions about everything under the sun. See you then!